Good morning, good morning, Dr. Gary here on the road. We are dental practice brokers nationwide. Today's topic is going to be problems after the sale of a dental practice with accounts receivable and record keeping. We're gonna get into that, what happened under this circumstance. And uh, I just got a call this morning. You know, these dental practice sales are not always easy, but they're always, usually always successful. And uh, we're excited to continue to participate with them. So we'll tell you what happened in a moment so you understand real life what's going on. Anyway, so as you know, we're now in 28 states selling dental practices. We have 10 employees, including two CPA accountants, marketing director, advertising, and operations director, plus acquisition uh, employee, development acquisition employees. And it's been working out great. You can reach us at 201-663-0935. Our website is nationwide dental practice broker.com also dental practice guide.com you can reach us now from about 7 30 8 o'clock a.m east coast time till 9 30 p.m east coast time so give us a ring we're here to help you and if you want to sell to a dsl please give us a call because often they will pay our commission. There'll be no commission to you as the buyer, seller. And sometimes we can get your legal fees reimbursed at closing, depending on certain criteria. So anyway, what happened now? It was a beautiful practice. I mean, it was gorgeous inside. It had beautiful stonework, CAT scans, scanners, lower gross, you know, it was under 400,000, but it was beautiful inside. I mean, anybody that would see this would just be you know you just fall in love with it it was just so well taken care of great location uh but of course lower gross but the buyer was excited uh certainly for the physical plant the buyer felt that they could turn the practice around easily and with the cost of building nowadays it's really expensive and with the supply chain shortages you don't always get the colors and everything you want so the buyer was excited, could move right in, had staffing and everything. So after the sale, a few weeks, within a few weeks, certain problems developed. And those problems were this seller had very poor record keeping, even though she was uh, the seller was digital and he was uh, computerized and had great equipment and uh, the seller, he was paperless. Even with all that, there was a lot of billing problems, accounts receivable and billing problems. Now, a spire doesn't really get that involved with the accounts receivable because historically on private deals, that belongs to the seller. And the buyer doesn't get involved with it. The buyer will just, act, you know, after closing, the check is made out to the, the insurance check is made out to the seller. So they'll just pass it on to the seller and seller may hire up, you know, one of their staff members just to, uh, book all the insurance checks and so forth. 
But there's certainly situations where even if the buyer is credentialed with that insurance, that, you know, they may do work on uh, the same patient, submit insurance, even though it's under the seller's name, the new buyer's name. Uh, insurance companies can sometimes mix up and put the old seller's name on both of the procedures. So that could still happen. Uh, so that's where the problems happened. Uh, the account's receivable, the buyer's not buying them, so the buyer didn't really bother, which is normal, spending a lot of time analyzing the accounts receivable because it really wasn't the buyer's concern. They're not buying the accounts receivable. So there's other uh, financial issues to, you know, to focus on more. That's what the buyer did properly. Now, as time went on, it turned out that the uh, record keeping was poor. Accounts receivable, reconciling that was terrible. And it's just getting to be a nightmare. Um, fortunately, we have situations like this. The, the buyer can call me and I'll try to give my two points in there. And a uh, buyer has a great, the buyer and the seller both had great different dental attorneys and they could jump in. Remember, dental attorneys are experienced with this before. And they could jump in, and especially specific on dental, with insurances having two payers on it, or only coming on one payer. You know how do you handle that? So uh, this is a big problem. So we're here, we're available, and we're trying to resolve this uh, with the seller, with the buyer, to keep everybody calm. We're pulling the attorneys in post closing, and they're giving their opinions too. Uh, it is stressful for the seller stressful for the buyer but because of poor records i mean you'd really have to say it's a responsibility of the seller the buyer didn't realize that these uh accounts receivable were, were not done properly it was really a mess and it, well again understanding they didn't focus on it even though we forwarded to them and so forth and their professionals could look at it not a lot of time was spent on analyzing the seller's uh accounts receivable now, when we do DSO deals, it's completely different because uh, they usually get all the accounts receivable or they analyze it ahead of time and do a lot of due diligence. Um, we will work this out. We're going to reach amicable resolution, but you just got to be aware. You got to analyze what the business model is as far as the accounts receivable. I rarely have a problem, but this time it developed a problem. Uh, I don't think the buyer's uh, financial team spent enough time analyzing it. Uh, if they did, they would have seen the problems that they may be encountering and try to uh, figure it out ahead of time. Uh, but we don't run into this problem that often, nor do the attorneys. So we're going to have to deal with it. Uh, we will have a happy ending. We're just trying to tell you like it is. This is what happens out there. You know, this is real life. We got a problem on our hands now. But it's between the Christmas and New Year's uh, time. We're here. Even if we were on vacation, we're still jumping in there. And the attorneys you work with, they jump in there too. So it's important. You have attorneys are available on the weekends and on holidays to at least say, look, I'll analyze. It'll get back to you next week. Or I acknowledge the problem. I'm aware of it. Let me work on a solution. And that's what I find by great dental attorneys. And we as brokers are aware of these problems, how to handle it. And we were available to listen to the buyer, listen to the seller. Very important. They need a sounding board and they need advice. You cannot just cut and run. I believe that's what makes us different as brokers. We don't cut and run after the deal's over. We may exhale five minutes after the deal's over, but we're still there for problems, issues, and so forth. 
uh, to handle it. And uh, this will be handled and we will have amicable resolution, but you've got to give the support to the buyer, support to the seller, having great dental attorneys such as our team, uh, our team that we work with and us as brokers, we jump in there and try to assist wherever we can. All right. Giving you news from the front, from the battle lines, and from the street. This is how it happens every day. Thank you. Bye.